Welcome to Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema Live from Grand Forks Best Source. And now we will, be, we will bring you over to our sponsors for the day. Today's show is brought to you by the Bubble Laundry Company. Are you sick and tired of schlepping your laundry around? Can you even find enough open washing machines? Well, you can at the Bubble Laundry Company. You've heard about their new machines. You can wash up to eight baskets of laundry in one load. So don't wreck your washer trying to wash your comforters. Drop off your big down comforters for a professional clean. You can check out the Bubble Laundry Company's drop-off service and get your laundry washed, dried, and folded with a 24-hour turnaround time, and they'll text you when it's done. The Bubble Laundry Company uses Ecolab products for those greasy, dirty rags, aprons, coveralls, and more. So quit schlepping your laundry all over town. Get it done and get it out in one hour. The Bubble Laundry Company is located at 1401 12th Avenue South in Grand Forks. You can check them out on the web at bubblelaundryco.com or call them up at 701-800-3084. Hey, welcome, friends. <laughs> ah, tonight we're going to be doing the weirdest superhero movie I've ever seen, and that is Batman Forever. Now, you 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 kind of hinted last week there for the preview for for this show that uh, this is the weirdest of all the Batman movies. You know, for all the live action Batman movies, there's like twelve of them. So, what were the what were like one of the first couple of things that stand out to you to make you think this is the weirdest of them all? Jim Carrey's performance. That is Jim that... Carrey's performance and Tommy Lee Jones' performance was awesome. Yeah, they they ham it up a lot. Yeah, they they are completely over the top. Jim Carrey is just coming off. This is 1995, so Jim Carrey is just coming off his big breakout year in 94. You know, with Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, The Mask. Cable Guy, I think. Yep, Cable Guy. I think that was this year in 95. Yeah, so yeah, he's just just hitting it big in the mainstream. And yeah, and yeah, he is completely, his performance really stands out. Um, I think he pretty much steals the movie almost. <laughs> well, you know, of all the original Batman villains, the Riddler was my favorite. From the movies and just or in general with all the comics? No, from the, from the movies, from the original movies, the original four or five movies, however many there were. There was four, five. five. So I, I thought that um, Val Kilmer wasn't exactly the best Batman. I think George Clooney was probably a little bit worse. But, you know, as far as Batman movies go, this one wasn't too bad. Um, this is the one where you had uh, Poison Ivy in there too, wasn't no, it? No, Poison Ivy was in the next movie, Batman and Robin. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, but, you know, I, I had some time to reflect because I just watched the new Batman movie. And I got to, you know, after thinking about it, I think I got to put that one on my list of probably the worst Batman movies I've seen. The new one? Yep, the wow. new, the newest one that just came out. I mean, I was thinking back to these ones, and at least these ones were, like, somewhat entertaining. That new one, I think it was just three hours of just boring. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know what I like about this movie? Camp. It's, I like the campiness of it. Yep. It hams it up. Yeah, it, it's it brings it, it's kind of like a well for its time. I, I guess like when, when this came out in '95, I was 12, so I was like the perfect age for it. So uh, so I, I absolutely ate up the comedy and the and the cheese factor and all that. Like it's and you know kind of looking looking at it now, the fresh set of eyes. I rewatched it over the weekend. It's it's like a newer take on the Adam West uh, Batman's from the '60s. Yeah. Just minus the pop, the comic book text bubbles, the pop, the bam, the wow. Those just take those out, and it's pretty much that. This is is, sorry. This is one of the uh, few movies that I actually thought Jim Carrey did a good job in. Yeah, he was 
he's awesome. He's uh, I remember hearing interviews with the director Joel Schumacher. He was like saying how Jim Carrey was a perfectionist and would just do take after take to make sure he did it right. And he said he did very few stunt double scenes. So the part where he's just over the top twirling the Riddler stick, just like he said he practiced that. That was all Jim Carrey. No no stand-ins for his. Uh, uh, prowess with the the Riddler stick or staff, whatever the heck it is. <laughs> well, here, here's a, here's another thing about this film. It made Seal kind of a household name. Oh, that was this movie. Yeah, Kiss from yeah, a Kiss, Rose. Kiss from a Rose. That was from this one. Yes. Oh God, that song just wouldn't end. Mm-hmm. Every that was just everywhere. I love, I love that song, man. Well, that's still that's a good song, but yeah, when this movie came out, though, holy cow, that song was being played everywhere. And then uh, "Hug Me, Throw Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me" by U two. Oh yeah, yep. You know, I'm just looking at it too. The one, the thing that cracked me up about this one too was Robin. Yeah, Chris O'Donnell. Oh man, he's they make him out to be quite the rebel punk rocker in this. Yeah, yeah. You know, his family passes away. They have the big Robin origin story. I think probably of all the you know Batman Robin movies, this is the only one where you know you see Batman's origin over and over and over uh, throughout all the Batman movies over the years. But uh, you never see Robin's origin. That this is the only one where you get Robin's origin story. Yeah, I, I like the Riddler's origin story in this this movie with the uh, 3D TV and sucking sucking people's brains out with this 3D TV thing. Yeah, they're they're ahead of the times with the tech here. They're they had the 3D TV and the virtual reality headset. Uh, uh, you know, it kind of really only took off the last several years here. But uh, yeah, Jim Carrey was on top of it, and they even have like a. a Batman has his own has a smartwatch with a video phone on there too, where he's like con- contacting Alfred now, and he got like a fifteen year head start on all of us. Then by the time they finally, I don't know when did smartwatches fit? Maybe just like five, six years ago. Yeah, yeah. you got a mega head start that Wayne Tech. Here, here's what my fun, my favorite part when uh, the the Riddler is he has his first victim, which is a person um, who works at the laboratory, or he is the boss of the laboratory that he worked at. And he's like, I'm sucking up your IQ, vacuum out your cortex, feeding on your brain. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he has a bunch of fun uh, riddles and just like little ditties and rhymes. And uh, now, actually, I jotted down a couple of his riddles. I don't know if, if you watched it again recently or not. Do you want to see if you can remember what his riddle? What red and black instead? Tear uh, one off and scratch my head. For what what yep. once is red and black instead? Tear one off and scratch my head. What once was red is black instead. What am I? It's a match. Yes. There you go. Eight of us goes back and forth to protect our king from a foe's attack. That's uh, chess pawns. Yes. There you go. Yeah, I, w- I would have got that one. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm horrible at riddles, so I was just like I don't know, just seeing the Riddler in that over the years. Uh, w- w- you say Jim Carrey's Riddler is the best of the other incarnations over the years, like from the Gotham TV show and uh, the oh, latest movie. The Gotham movie. TV show, the Riddler was awesome. I really like the Gotham TV show's Riddler. I think that's really good. The the new one, I'm I got to think on that one a bit more. That's a bit more twisted. <laughs> well, you know, with the new Batman movies, they tried to make everything more twisted. Like the Joker was more twisted compared to the. Uh, Jack Nicholson version. Um, Two Face was more twisted. They, you know, it was all darker with this newer stuff. As I as I stated before, in the original movies, there was more camp and just like humor in them rather than being. Well, well yeah, that's a good point because uh, you know, as as 
listening to some Joel, archive Joel Schumacher interviews, the director, and he said that, you know, the you know, Warner Brothers, that, you know, you know, even though Batman and Batman Returns are really well received and good with critics and audiences, especially Batman Returns was a bit darker, so they kind of wanted to uh, make it a little bit more of a lighthearted, more family-friendly Batman movie with uh, Batman Forever, so... He said he tried. He, he, he tried to make it uh, not like super campy, but it, this one definitely ha- has a more all ages friendly Batman compared to Batman and Batman Returns. Well, um, you got to realize that there's also you know even though Burton did not make this film, there's a lot of Burton esque you know uh, things in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would have thought that it was a Burton film. Yeah, I, I really loved it when it came out. I still I still loved it now, and uh, yeah, there's. I, Paul, there's one thing you said there. I, I, I wrote down on, on my notes here as I finished it that, uh, yeah, the Val Kilmer, I put he's the, the worst uh, theatrical or live action version of Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Just way too melodramatic. <laughs> and, and, yeah, definitely, yeah, he's right up there with Clooney for like the worst Batmans, too, I'd have to say. You know, one thing I've never understood about Batman either, it's like, you know, he's. Probably got Alfred helping him out, and he's got this awesome suit. He's testing it out, and he's like, all right, yeah, it's bulletproof, and it's got all this and this and that. Do you think, it, like, Alfred would have been like, um, you think maybe we should cover your jaw, too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> got to see the gotta, gotta, gotta see the, the jawline. <laughs> I, I like when, when the Riddler is trying to choose what he's going to call himself, and he goes, the puzzler, the gamester, and here's my personal favorite, Captain Kill. Captain Kill. <laughs> Oh, gosh, yeah. And they even kind of had the same thing with Robin. He's like, what, what are they going to call me? Nightwing, Batboy? And, you know, those are actual Batman universe characters. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty interesting. How, was how, it, wasn't Nightwing Teen Titans? I thought Nightwing was like one of the other, because there's been a few Robins over the years in the DC comics. and I think, Yeah, yeah, there's, it's different universes. And I, and I think it's uh, one of the other Robins wants to break off on his own and becomes uh, just changes his title to Nightwing. I forget the name of the Robin, but... Uh, yeah, they got the that new Batman TV show. Well, I guess it's not Batman. It's... Um, Batwoman? No, it's it's got, like, Robin and Nightwing. Um, maybe it's, like... The Titans? Is yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Team Titans or, or Titans, whatever. Yeah, the, and, yeah, I think you got Nightwing in that. You got Raven, too. And- yeah, it's not... A, it actually isn't a bad bad TV show. But I, Teen I, Titans Go is like by far the the best the little animated cartoon. Oh, I love that Teen Titans Go. I, 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 I hate to admit it, but I love that show. Oh, it's hilarious! I haven't seen. The, I saw the movie they did a few years ago. I thought that was great. <laughs> All right, Teen Titans Go. Is it Teen Titans Go to the movies? Yeah. or something like that. Right? Yeah, and yeah. That was that made I, me go. I should watch a cartoon now. <laughs> I hate I hate to sound weird, but I uh, actually have a copy of that at home. Oh, no shame in that. No shame in that. You know, I, you, you 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 bring up Alfred a little bit ago, and I see it's worth mentioning. That's like the one constant from the two Tim Burton movies that carries over into the two Joel Schumacher movies is that uh, Michael Goff returns to portray Alfred in uh, Batman Forever and uh, Batman and Robin. Uh, how, how would you rate this Alfred compared to the other ones, or or how about or how about Val Kilmer for you on your echelon of uh, Batman actors over the years? Uh, I. I would say that the Alfred was good. I like the Alfred in the new movies, too, but the Alfred in the original movies is more reminiscent of the Alfred from the comics. Right, right. More serious, yeah. Yeah, Even the Alfred in the new movies sucked. Yeah, yeah. 
Like I said, I just got, I was thinking, I just kept thinking more and more about that movie, and the more I think about it, the more I just dislike it. I gotta give it a rewatch. I, I think I liked it from what I've seen of it. I've <laughs> I've seen like both ends of the spectrum for feedback on the new Batman movie. That is, well, I heard know, the penguins in it too. Yeah, uh, kind of smaller role. Yeah, it looks more like Al Capone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got a real different take on Penguin and and Riddler in this in this new movie. See. Yeah. Now, in the new, like, Jim Carrey, I thought would have been a, a really good Riddler, like, in the new movie, because Jim Carrey, he can actually play dark characters really well. Well, we I think that he should. guy a few months ago. Yeah. But even, even that's not really dark. Like, when he gets, like, serious, um, I think that he does a really good job at being a serious actor. And I think he could, could have came across as a really creepy Riddler. Yeah. You know, you know who I think would make a good Riddler is Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. He yeah, de- he definitely does some out there characters over the years. Willy Wonka, yeah, that Willy Wonka was pretty disturbed. Oh, I don't know. I think Johnny Depp would be a really good Two Face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess him, yeah, pulling both of them off because I mean he's done you know weird characters over the years. You know Edward Scissorhands, Jack Sparrow. You know the list goes the on. The guy from uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. Who who would you guys vote for uh, a new Batman if you had a choice? Oh gosh, new Batman. Uh, I would. I'll I'll, I'll I'll ponder that while we I'll have an answer for you by the end of the episode here. But uh, yeah, that's uh, you got you got one, Nikki? No, I do not. Yeah, <laughs> I know probably favorite from over the years. I would say my favorite is probably Christian Bale because I I love his trilogy of movies. At least the first two I really love. I, I, like, I like his the, take on it. I like the part Crane. What are you doing? You are not a judge or something like that. I I can I condemn you to death by exile or something like that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, when when Jonathan Crane was the judge in uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Oh yes, yes, yes. See, Batman's a tough one to try to probably cast because you know you also have to be able to play that Bruce Wayne character too. And I mean, even like you said with Val Kilmer, he just couldn't pull off the, the yeah. Bruce Wayne well, part of it. There's duality to it, you know. Yeah. Some characters are there's duality to like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, or mm-hmm. or. Uh, you know, Batman or Superman or any of the superheroes out there, you know, there's duality to it. So. Well, even George Clooney, even though he was like a horrible Batman, I thought he was actually a pretty solid Bruce Wayne in, in Batman and Robin. He just got a garbage uh, plot to work with. And uh, yeah, yeah that, I, I thought Uma Thurman was horrible in that. Yeah, movie. that that movie is whoo. It's it's a garbage fire. <laughs> I think Idris Elba would make a really good Batman. Oh, yeah. Hey, here's here's a good Batman, Burgess Meredith. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Old school, yeah. I guess we haven't touched on. Uh, you know, I was looking up in here, and I guess this is an original character. This wasn't from the comics of it, but Nicole Kidman. You know, the love interest in here, Chase Meriden, who who just is the psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah the psychiatrist. That, that's so that the Riddler is a messed up individual or something like that. And and she's in a love triangle with both Batman and Bruce Wayne. So. Yeah, though, yeah, it was it wasn't it didn't really work out that well. I th- thought in here there was a couple of interesting scenes, but I like at the end when they go, Edward Nigma has been screaming for hours that he knows who the who Batman is, and then they like open up the open up the thing in, into the cell and he's in a straight jacket. He goes, I'm Batman, and he's just like flapping the the straps around. Yeah, Carrie is phenomenal in this yeah he he steals the movie for sure tommy lee jones did a good job though too yeah tommy lee jones is good i thought he was a little over the top in I, this one that definitely stood out to me i thought he was trying to play it a little bit too much like the joker it seemed like yeah 
because I'm like, this seems a little bit, I mean, he's great, but it just seems a little too much like the Joker. I mean, like, you know, in uh, Dark Knight and uh, even the animated series, the Two-Face in there is, is a bit more serious. And, you know, it's not that he has to be completely gritty and serious, but, uh, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones, I mean, yeah, he does a good job, but, yeah, I'm like, part of me is like, it definitely crossed my mind a few times. I'm like, he's, he's looks like he's stealing from the Joker's playbook a little bit here. Yeah. Here's, here's, here. I, I thought about that question you asked me. How about Danny Trejo? Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo for, for uh, Batman? That would be funny. Wow. Who, who is he? Oh, gosh. He's in Machete. Yeah, Machete. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's been in a ton, a ton of stuff. I don't know if he could pull off Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that would be gosh. Yeah, him and him and Danny Glover did a couple awesome campy straight to video action movies. Uh, badasses. Those have you seen those? Oh my gosh. Yeah, but yeah, that is um, a, a little blast from the past. I, I like to bring up is that uh, I don't know if you remember this that uh, McDonald's they did a nice cross promotional thing. For, for Batman Forever, they did, like, the collectible glass cups. Do you remember that? I remember those, oh, yeah. Yep. I remember I had them as a kid, and I loved it because, you know, each character had a cup, and, like, Two-Face had the handle was all of coins and stuff like that. And supposedly, I guess, uh, if you contact, I heard a few times over the last few years, if you contact McDonald's Twitter, they'll actually send you uh, the the actual set of cups still i guess they must have a bunch in their inventory so i actually like a few days ago actually i tried sh- shooting them a dm being like hey can i still order these from you guys just because i remember loving them as a kid but i never heard back from them <laughs> i was denied all those novelty glasses my wife gets really pissed because i i ruin them because i am too lazy to wash them by hand so i put them in the dishwasher and i always just wash away the logos on them oh, until okay. they are just eventually just a Clear glass. Clear glass, <laughs> yeah. Back to regular glass. Collectible regular glass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, Batman, they've always had, McDonald's has always get, like, got to put out good toys for them. I mean, I remember, uh, the, like, the original Batman, you could even, like, you'd get the cars and everything. Like, they were cool. Well, you know, back back in the day, the toys were better than they are now. <laughs> yep, yeah, by far. You know, even, it's, this is kind of going off topic, but uh, even... Uh, Burger King sold stuffed stuffed dolls when Toy Story came out. Really? Yeah, you, know, you could you could like buy them for like two or three dollars, and they were like little puppets. Yeah, yeah. They always yeah the McDonald's, Burger King. They always did all the go to cross promotional movie items or the the big gulp cups or. I know I got a. I think I got a couple of my cupboard from over the years. Yeah. I used to have a, a set of or a set of cups from the Phantom Menace that I got at the movie theater. Oh wow! All right. Well, you need to come up with uh, who your pick for Batman is. And while oh. you're doing that, I'll get the uh, executive ready here. All right. Well, yeah. I uh, I will think about. I'll have that here in a sec. I will mention real quick that the Rotten Tomatoes for this was a little bit on the lower end and got a critic rating of forty percent, audience rating of thirty two percent. So, you know, not the lowest, but, yeah, you know, lower than I thought it would be. But box office, it was the highest grossing movie of 1995 when I looked up on the research. Did $336 million off a $100 million budget. So, yeah, real, real good. Oh, and just to tell you, your constant viewers, next week we'll be doing the Toxic Avenger. So, thank you. Uh, I will say, just because I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, uh, 
I'll, I'll say Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise for Batman. <laughs> 58-year-old Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes, that is worthy. <laughs> I got music for it. Oh, yeah. To ask for help. You should call your friends at Executive Properties and Construction. Our team offers over 30 years of experience, so you know your project will be in great hands with us. From outdoor projects such as decks, siding, and concrete work, to indoor projects like bathroom remodels, kitchens, flooring, and more, we can do it all. Call or email us today to get a head start on your spring projects for 2022. For all your general contractor needs, call Executive Properties or check them out at www.executiveproperties.org.